Well, say it with conviction, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it deserves I do that like 31. the song, but I don't know that it's better than. <laughs> To the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me, as always, is my co-pilot, Jason. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. Did you bring your uh, guitar? Are you going to sing for us? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> it was so hard not to uh, you know, have anything about time or something in my little yeah. teaser there to yeah, uh, yeah. hit what this episode is. So. <laughs> well, when you, said, when you said it, it took me a second to figure out what you were talking about. <laughs> So, yeah. and all the uh, lyrics just tie right in so yeah, yeah it's hard yeah. to hard to hard not to reveal uh, it talk yeah. around it yeah right so uh we are continuing our list of the top 50 1980s movie soundtrack songs and this week we are up to number 33 with a song from the back to the future soundtrack this episode we're talking about back in time from huey lewis and the news yes by the numbers so this was the second single from the movie soundtrack. There's only two actual songs on the soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. uh, unlike the first single, which is later in our countdown, so we won't speak of it. Uh, Back in Time was released after the movie's release. Um, and it failed to even hit the charts at all anywhere. Really? Yeah, no chart action whatsoever, which surprised me too, because um, I just I remember hearing it all the time. I don't I don't know I don't know why it didn't hit the yeah, charts at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it 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 didn't it didn't even chart anywhere in the world. So um, Robert Zemeckis, the director of the film, asked Huey and the band for a song um, that described the film, uh, and Lewis suggested a tune that he was working on with Ry Cooter called "In the Nick of Time," and that song ended up on a movie soundtrack for uh, Brewster's Million. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Uh, okay. It's sung by Patti LaBelle. Oh, wow. Uh, but uh, Lewis, uh, Huey came up with the uh, with Back in Time as a replacement. So uh, the lyrics are essentially a summary of the movie, which mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, Lewis found it much easier to write Back in Time than he did Power of Love because he said, uh, you don't have to invest yourself in it uh, when you write about the plot. So that was a lot, it was a lot more fun to write this song, actually. So, uh, uh, the song appears in two places in the movie. It plays over the end credits after the car flies off the screen, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also playing on the clock radio. Yes. When Marty wakes up after returning from the past. That's the part that I remember most. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where that's just that's usually where I think most people remember that song from. Song from. Mm-hmm. Let's get personal. So, judging by the fact that the song didn't even chart. Uh, I, I assume I'm one of the few people in the world that likes this song. Uh, oh, come I, on now. <laughs> <laughs> I probably like it as much as the other single from the album, Power of Love. Um, it's probably partially because I'm just a big Huey Lewis fan. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, I, I like I like it because of the lyrics are about the, about the movie plot. I always find it interesting when people can uh, can do that, can basically tell you the, you know, the yeah. 
the story in the in the lyrics. So, um, uh, but one one funny story I do have about the lyrics. I had a friend in high school who was notoriously, or who was notorious about mishearing lyrics. Okay. And one day we were in my car and the song uh, was on, it came on the radio, I think. And in the second verse, the line that goes, uh, better remember lightning never strike, strikes twice. Please don't drive at 88. Don't want to be late again. Uh, and my, <laughs> my friend said, she said, uh, what a weird line for a, a song. And I went, uh, what? And she said, please don't drive and eat. And if you listen to him, it <laughs> yeah. sounds like he's saying, please don't drive and eat, but he's saying, please don't drive at 88. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she said, that's what a weird thing to say in a song. And I was, I was like, well, that's because he's not saying it. <laughs> yeah. It, and it, it, I, I kind of can. Uh, <laughs> I mean, go, I, go I, once, she, once she said it, I, I could hear it but I knew what the lyric was. And so we fought about it for like the rest of that car ride. Um, and so, but never, you know, neither, we never agreed. And so fast forward to our 20 year reunion. Um, of course, you know, at the time we didn't have the internet. We couldn't just pull up, right. you know, lyrics on, 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 on the internet and show each other, you know, and be right. So 20 years later, I, it's, literally, it's literally the first time I've seen her since graduation. 20 years later um and i walk up to her and i say hi i pull out my phone i pull up the lyrics and i show it to her and she's like you've been holding that in your pocket for 22 years haven't you <laughs> sure have <laughs> nice the long con that yeah. was the long con right there yeah so. that's great <laughs> wow yeah, yeah. It, i can see that because for a while even myself i'm like please don't drive me or it, yeah. it, he holds that out. He doesn't really enunciate the eight, eight. It's like it blends eight, it all together. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> that's great. What a story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my, that's my long con for my life right there. Yeah. I never uh, had the, the single uh, as a kid. And like you mentioned, we'll, uh, we'll save the, uh, the best for later, but um, just, I, well, I got the Huey Lewis hits mm -hmm. in the CD era when I started collecting CDs. And then um, when I first started podcasting, I used the song as kind of my intro, outro. Uh, oh, really? For the Yeah, when I was re really starting to experiment with podcasting. Nice. So I know the song well, and I have tried to rip it apart and just do like the... And I love doing this with music, trying to get rid of the lyrics and make one kind of instrumental you know oh, yeah. with the song yeah. breaking it down you know shortening it up so i know the song pretty pretty well right uh, over the last you know 10 years or so but yeah i keep it in my playlist now and it it's close like you said it's real real close with power of love i would have yeah. told you you know as a kid that it wouldn't come close to power of love but just in the last decade it's really come back and i enjoy it so much more uh than i did when i was younger yeah yeah um another interesting story about it about or to go along with with just the soundtrack and the movie too but uh, -huh. uh two not this year but the but in two or 2021 mm -hmm. uh you know we're still in kind of in the middle of a pandemic 
I mean, well, we still are, but I mean, the height of the pandemic. Right. Um, and so my, my wife uh, finds out that there's a movie theater here in town where you can rent out a theater and watch an old classic movie. Um, nice. For, I think you can, you can have up to 16 people for like a hundred dollars and watch a movie. And so she rented out a theater and we watched Back to the Future. Wow. With a bunch of my friends, you know, we were all spread out all over the theater. Um, but a friend of mine bought me this soundtrack on a record and it's a picture disc. Oh yes, I've yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, I, that, that's how I know there's only two. There's only two real songs on the, <laughs> on the, on the uh, soundtrack because they're the first two, and then the rest of it you don't want to listen to. So, <laughs> well, I do like the score. Uh, I think I have it on cassette. Oh really? But I don't have it on uh, LP. So well, I'd love I was, that big picture disc. Just looks awesome though. No, I it's a it's disc. a great looking record. Um, but uh, I was kind of hoping that the the Marty McFly version of Johnny B. Good was on the on the record, but it wasn't. So, yeah. yeah. The breakdown. So for me, the best part of the song, music-wise, is all the saxophone work. I mean, there's saxophone oh, yeah. all through the song, uh, and it's even got. I mean, on top of having a guitar solo, it's got a saxophone solo. Um, yeah. But I, and which I like, I like both of those parts. Uh, but I especially like the breakdown towards the end uh, when the sax and the guitar are, are kind of playing off each other, building yep. up and going back down. Um, that's that just, I mean, to me, that just makes the song. Um, you know, I love the way Huey sings and his band is really tight, but I just love the the way that their saxophone in this song plays with the guitar and the, I mean, just, you know, it's just a, it's just a really smooth sounding part throughout the whole song. Yeah, it's real rhythmic. Yeah, just that back and forth, how they play off each other. My favorite part is the solo and how it goes right into the sax solo. So it's almost like a combined yes solo, and uh, it's just seamless. It, it works so well that there's so many parts about the song that I love. I love the swell at the beginning, just yeah, and then you pa and that uh that sound effect it's almost like a clap sound effect or something it comes into the song about every fourth bar or whatever it you hear that pop really and yeah pops it, it it's so great uh and it just gives that when the band comes in after that swell at the beginning it just wow boom it's right there yeah and you know like you said i love how they incorporate the movie into the lyrics yeah and it's another song that i really haven't paid much attention to the bass but there's some great playing and, and it's just a fun bass line throughout it. They're all over the place. His bass, bass player is really is really good. I remember yeah. I've, I've seen them a couple of times uh, in concert when I was a teenager. And uh, I, that's one of the first bands that I saw that had a bass solo. Um, mm-hmm. His bass player and his drummer played like a little like a little uh, rhythm thing for, mm-hmm. you know, for a solo. And it was really good. So he's I mean, he's very uh, his whole band, I think, is kind of underrated, but they're oh, they're they're exceptional and they're very tight. And they, I mean, I mean, when you see them, I don't think it does them justice on when they record. But when you see them live, they're they're exceptional. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The musicianship just you don't get that anymore. No, they bring so much to the table. I had the privilege of seeing them once live at our local county fair. They came one year, and I had track seats. And I was just sucking it all in. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of the whole show, and speaking of just the individual instruments and, and everything about the band, 
when they did I Want a New Drug at the end when they're the band's just playing Huey walks off the stage and then though everybody kind of steps up and does a solo so like the sax yeah. does a solo he walks off the stage until like I, I can't remember who was left it was if it was the guitar or the drums I think it was one of the guitars it was just so great they all yeah. just got to walk off stage one by one and you get to hear them individually you know and That's still funny. still fitting with I want a new drug you know yeah. in, in the the rhythm of the song that's so funny i'd never seen anything like they that put on a great show fun. they do uh, put on a great just show fun just yeah. a fun band i love them so much so yeah, yeah. Mm, love the song so back in time is number 33 on our countdown of the top 50 80s movie soundtrack songs uh, and this week's bonus song i was hoping i could find the actual johnny b good version from the movie with, with the blazing guitar solo but it's not out there anywhere so we're going to settle for, and I say settle in air quotes, uh, we're going to settle for another <laughs> Huey Lewis song from probably one of my favorite albums from the 80s, Sports, uh, the oh, album that man. really just blew Huey Lewis and the news up. Uh, the song is Walking on a Thin Line. So that's our bonus song for Such the week. A great song. It really is. Uh, if you have Spotify Premium, stay tuned to hear that song in its entirety at the end of the episode. If you're a free Spotify user, you will hear a quick snippet of the song. But if you're listening outside of Spotify, visit the song whip links in the show notes that will connect you to the songs with your favorite music app. Uh, you, As always, you can give us your thoughts on today's episode via social media. Find us on Twitter. Um, he is RD80s. I am Eric underscore Vardaman. We're also on Instagram and we're also on TikTok, although I don't do a whole lot on TikTok other than Lurk. So uh, Jason will take over for the next episode for our number 32 pick, mm -hmm. which I'm trying to think of what it is. Um, it's a very uh, oh, timely song. Very yes. timely song. Yes. So thank you for listening to The Greatest Lists, and we look forward to continuing our countdown next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.